Just having business data isn't enough. But ZoomInfo leverages that data to unlock useful insights, like who to reach and how to reach them, so you can grow your business. Unlock insights at ZoomInfo.com. ZoomInfo, how business goes to market. It's not another Buffalo podcast with John. Painful would that have been to lose to Tom Brady again? That's PTSD from our childhood. Like every single time, I threw remotes at the TV. I I saw that twice a year for 17 years. <laughs> Rando. We have this trust built uh, on, you know, whatever it is, like Bibles and gold bricks and whatever it, Brandon Bean's drinking over there. And Pat. I was talking with my dad today and he was like, I don't know how much you can practice catching. Like, <laughs> you know, he was talking about catching these ping pong balls with different spins and going to tight end university. He's like, you can get an A plus in tight end university. And this guy's still going to drop the ball. <laughs> like, <laughs> All right, welcome back to Not Another Buffalo Podcast. Um, John, I'm here with Pat and Brando. You can find us on Twitter at NotBuffPodcast. Happy to be part of the Buffalo Rumblings Pyramid Scheme. Boys, how we doing? <laughs> it's a good pyramid. I mean, this yeah. is better than most pyramid schemes, I would say. Oh my gosh, yeah. I'm just I'm starting to run out of uh, random terms yeah. there because, I mean, like Buffalo Rumblings is so many things that, you know, the running joke is just like, it's a network, it's a podcast, it's a website, it's a multimedia extravaganza. Yes. So many great things. It's it but above all things, it's a community. Let's just say that. It's That's the good Bill's, word for it. Bill's yes. community, but pyramid scheme sounds cool too. I think our podcast is better than like, you know, those vector knives that people get sucked into selling. Or, <laughs> That's true. Or yeah. Like what is it? Cutco? <laughs> yeah. Or um, Avon? Or what's the other one? Amway? What, what do they do with the uh, romance nights to the, all those fun yeah. things? Use them on themselves, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I can't sell them, but I, who knows? Oh, man. Maybe That's I'll funny. do some spicy editing and leave that in. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it is almost after dark here. That's true. It, yeah, it's, it's dark here, too. But. Yes. Johnny looking very ominous today. He's got some... Uh, <laughs> Some very ominous lighting. The, the lamp it. on my desk that I usually have on has a light bulb out. It's got like a weird shaped light bulb that I haven't made a trip to Home Depot to replace because, like, you know, to go to Home Depot, you need to have like at least four or five things on your list. Like, you don't just pop into Home Depot for one thing. Like, that's that's a huge time investment. Really? You know? I've Unless that. you're a straight up dad. That's, I mean, I you enjoy, tape. if I you enjoy, one. if you're trying to get away from your family and you want to take <laughs> frequent trips to Home Depot, I, I can understand. But anyway, well, before we get too off, off topic, uh, the news of the day is the match is going to be played this year on June 1st, and it's going to feature Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes versus Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, which I think we were all a little bit exciting about. Started with the cryptic tweet from Tom Brady yesterday that was just the uh just the worst emoji ever for tweets where it's like the eyes looking sideways and then he how dare you speak josh allen's name in your mouth i know right i uh, i tweeted that on the account like the will smith thing and um and like literally an hour later some other account tweeted the same thing but with a picture and it, it got like way way more likes and favorites and it's like yeah i probably should have took the time to make a picture so well, well your point was taken anyways, really and i feel like josh is a tom brady stan or at least was when he grew he up is. So. there's a picture of him in a jersey somewhere yeah, like at so. a game in foxborough that's true well you know he gets to spend time with his idol luke luke were up to kill his father so 
Oh, I like that reference. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, um, boy. I think it's also funny that could you imagine this with like JP Lossman or Trent Edwards or EJ Manuel? Like, no, we have <laughs> no, Josh Mother trash. Allen, dude. Like, <laughs> face of the AFC, man. Superstar. Like, could, could you imagine Buffalo being a town that has a quarterback that's going to play golf on primetime with the greatest of all time? Like, arguably three of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. And then Josh. Yeah. Well, don't like, tell Keyshawn Johnson or his big head will put him number eight on the top 10 quarterback. <laughs> yeah, thing, but or I'm Nick excited. Wright, but I wonder who Nick Wright's rooting for here. Like, no, Nick Wright get... actually, like, I mean, I, obviously he's a Mahomes fan, but he's come around to Josh Allen. Like, he's like Josh Allen is like. I think way I don't think he's come court. around to Josh Allen. I think he's finally realized that he he's just taking the secondary point of view, where he's like now he has a defense to his point of views, and like, see, he's been such a Patrick Mahomes stan that. If Josh Allen wins the Super Bowl, he could be like, yep, I saw that coming, you know. And if Patrick Mahomes won the Super Bowl, he'd be like, I told you so. I've been saying this all along. So he's just like setting him up to to take either outcome. Because at this point, like the AFC is going to be really competitive. I, I mean, from my point of view as a Homer Bills fan, I don't know how the Bills even lose a game except for having <laughs> an off week against the, the Jaguars or something like that. But John, so, uh, I have a question. I, yep. This is going to be one of those like old time stories between you and I, do you remember sitting in like Spanish class in like seventh or eighth grade, you and I, and we were trying to pick the bill schedule. And at one point we we're like, we, they might go undefeated. Like they just, do you remember <laughs> this? What is this? So seventh grade is what? It's the like the it's 2010 No, 2009? It's, it's like eight, eight, nine, 2008. It, it's like, yeah, so like Trent Edwards is coming in and he's got Lee Evans and like, I, we just picked, I remember picking the games with you and I remember like our buddy Chris was like, you guys are on crack. Like there's no <laughs> yeah, way Patriots this is going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Well, didn't um, they, I mean, they started off that year five and oh, to be, to be fair. It was, yeah, it was five and one, right? Five and one. It was yeah. four and oh, five and one. Right. And then Trent yeah. and the Kurt Warner game got his concussion skull knocked off. Yeah. yeah. Right. But yeah. I just remember sitting there like so confident like i am so right about this that the the bills aren't going to lose this game why would they lose to new england twice they're not going to do that we really put them off put them off as wins put them as wins and like now we do it on a recording for other people yeah. to oh, listen, we're, listen we're to. You, you guys are i mean i picked the bills to win every single week yeah. last year i'd never picked the bills to lose in our game predictions like yeah not a single years week, later things you know, don't so change it's like, like the same thing yeah. old habits die hard whatever but we're, we're Bills fans. Sue us. So I, mean, I won't say undefeated. They'll win enough. They'll win enough to be AFC East champs and be in the dance and, you know, whatever, how the moves flow when you're on the dance floor is how they flow. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, what I think it would be cool with this match thing that if like each division, like New England sends two guys, the Jets send two guys, Miami sends two guys. Dude, who, the are, who are the Jets going to send, man? Come like on. Zach Wilson and Robert Sala because they don't have anybody else. Like, yeah. I don't. Uh, but you know, you got like Tua and like, you just have everybody Mac Jones, like, and they just do a contest in the division, like a pro bowl weekend or something like that. That would be hilarious. I will say Mac Jones looks like he smokes enough cigars to be decent at golf, yes. but he's got uh, enough he, he time in like, the off season. Cause I he doesn't make say, the playoffs. He, he looks like he spends a lot of his time at country clubs. I'll, I'll say that. Yeah. I think that would be a cool skills weekend thing for them. Yeah, of course. I mean, that'd be more fun than the Pro Bowl. They should have, they should do what Josh Allen did. Like Josh Allen, instead of playing in the Pro Bowl this year, said, no, thanks. I'm going to go play in the Pebble Beach Pro-Am. And that'd be more entertaining to watch than the Pro Bowl. It would, honestly. To be honest with you. I can't tell you the last time I tuned in to a Pro Bowl. 
Yeah. You know what the sad part is though, is like the pro bowl doesn't even like as much as we're like, this sucks. This needs fixing. The NFL is like, it doesn't need fixing because it still gets more views in the NBA finals. True. So it's, yeah. it's like so sad. The NFL draft gets more views than the NBA finals or, I mean, I don't know how the world series ranks in all this. I, I think nah, the, the series has low. more views yeah, compared to the NFL, but well, that's just their problem is there's, are you going to watch potentially seven games of a series or one game sudden death? You know right, what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. It's a supply and demand thing. The NFL has scarcity. So that's why it is. It's one of yeah. the reasons why it's such a successful product. And it's, I mean, it's, it's fun to watch, you know, depend. you could be hardcore football fans like us that really know what's going on and can say like, Oh, you, you can look at a screen and say, okay, they're, they're in their base nickel or something like that. And you can have somebody who's like, doesn't quite know the, every single rule to football even and can still be entertained by it. Like it's such a good product. There's action every, I mean, unless it's a, like a, yeah. like a Browns Texans game or something like that, but, but. there's beautiful storylines too. I mean, I right, would say that right. the pro bowl doesn't matter to anyone except for Alvin Kamara. LOL. That's too soon. But, um, <laughs> you know, well, why wasn't that he the go? story? What happened? What no, happened? he was at the, pro yeah, he bowl. got trash talked beforehand no. by a fan. Oh, I'm pretty sure he assaulted somebody the night before the Pro Bowl. Something happened. Played yeah, something in the happened. Pro Bowl and then got arrested the day after the Pro Bowl. Or like when he left the field, I thought, which would be even funnier. Like Adam Sandler, longest yard. Type <laughs> deal, but... <laughs> Great yeah. movie. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, thinking about the the match that we have here, this is pretty much the dream lineup. Like, are there any other people that we haven't seen? I mean, so previous matches, th- this is a fun fact. Tom Brady's 0-2 in these. He was paired up with, let's see, Phil. was he paired up with Phil last time? Because wasn't it Peyton? Peyton played with someone. It was Peyton and Tom. Tiger. Peyton and Tiger with Phil and then Phil um, and Tom, um, right? Yeah. Okay. And then what was the other one? Uh, I might have to look this the up. The first one ever. Okay, um, I've I've got it pulled up. So the first one was Tiger versus Phil. Yeah. Just the two of them one on one. They did that for charity. I this whole thing is for charity. That was mid pandemic. Nothing. That was the first sporting event in like eight weeks, I think. Remember, because the whole sporting world Actually, was shut no, down. No, no, no. So they did do that during COVID, but the very first match was in 2018. Okay. Let's Before see. Then time. it was Champions for Charity. That was a rematch of it. Um, and then they each had a each. So Tiger and Phil had Peyton and Tom Brady. So it's like Woods was paired with uh, Peyton Manning and Mickelson was with Tom Brady. Um, then the next one was Champions for Change that had Mickelson <laughs> playing with Charles Barkley. I can't believe I heard Charles Barkley that. is notoriously bad at golf. Oh, though. he's the worst. It's so funny. Any of the pro ams, his score is like nearing triple digit it's just hilarious it's charles barkley is a funny guy um and then stephen curry was playing with manning so it was kind of like the best and the worst paired with the middle two and that one Steph's so that a was pro interesting. golfer though yeah, Steph is really good, good. Yeah, yeah yeah i'm yeah. saying like uh peyton manning and oh, yeah. but yeah like mickelson was the best out of those and charles barkley was obviously the worst i read an article uh that some guy I, well, you had to pay like 30 bucks pay-per-view to watch the match. One of them, whichever one it was. And they ran into Phil Mickelson after, and it was like really bad TV, really bad golf. They didn't play good. And he's like, Phil, I want my $30 back. Cause that was terrible. And Phil Mickelson <laughs> like looks at him, pulls out a lot of cash, like the size of his fist. He's like, 
I I made 90 G's golfing around last night. Took a hundred dollar bill, threw it at the guy, and told him to f off. <laughs> Phil Phil has been in trouble for making comments recently. I can't Dude's exactly a wild remember. card for he sure. Was, like he was a, some sort card. of xenophobic type deal. But Josh Allen actually dressed up as Phil Nicholson at that Halloween game we were at. Remember he yeah. came in and left as yeah. as lefty. Yeah. For a guy that does the most boring old person medication commercials, you'd think <laughs> that he'd be a little bit more boring, but Talk about a wild yeah. man. So anyway, the next one was um, the match four, which was Mickelson and Brady versus Rogers and DeChambeau. Um, I think Tiger was supposed to be in that one, but he was injured. So they subbed in DeChambeau for that one. Then they, or no, sorry, that was the next one. So that was Bryson versus Brooks. Maybe it was one of those. I can't remember which one they had, but it was then Bryson versus Brooks. That whole feud was a thing. Wait, Brooks, Kapka? Kapka they hate each yeah. other. Yeah, they hate each they other. They kind of played it up like a boxing match, I would say. Because they, yeah, they really dislike each other. Um, let's see, what's the next one? And okay, so then the next one is the one that was just announced for June first. Brief history of that, but I'm I'm excited. I will watch every single second of that. Easy. Now, golf wise, this will be interesting because Rogers is probably the best golfer out of the four of them, but Brady has always think? been on the losing side. Uh, yeah, I, I would say that Rogers is probably the, the best golfer out of them. How much golf have you watched from Josh? Not much. Just well, a little I heard bit they, of Pebble he Beach, told him to get so. the, the camp. He like raged after like eight holes or whatever. Who did? I guess he, he's Josh. Good. He's good. He, he can raged kill after the ball. eight holes at the, at the pro-am. Yeah. I guess he can really kill the ball, but he has a real hard time in the short range. They, they compared him a lot to his game as a rookie. Cause he could throw the long ball, but like he was getting control of his wedges and stuff. Cause didn't they oh, have, sure. they had some sort of long drive contest at the pro-am like when Josh was a rookie. Cause Pat McAfee was talking about it recently, but it's curious because like in golf, I want the guy that has played the most amount of rounds and Brady and Rogers combined are old as f- So, uh, sorry. I didn't know. I didn't yeah. Brady could be Josh's <laughs> father. Very um, reasonably. It could be Josh's oh, yeah. father. Easy. 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 45 to 24. Definitely. Definitely. I don't know. Rogers just, I think the young bucks are here, dude. What, what did Josh's tweets say? Two old goats and two young bulls or something like that. Yeah. Well, he was like, uh, Tom Brady posted a meme. This was the, this was the Twitter, uh, the fun stuff to watch on Twitter today. Tom Brady tweeted, a picture and he said an artist rendering of me watching Josh Allen's approach after laying up on a par four and it's Tom Brady with a shirt off watching some kid golf, which if that wasn't enough of a red flag um, and Josh Allen quote tweeted it and said, at least he didn't put me in Brady brand apparel with a throw up <laughs> face. So I, yeah. I, I think Josh got the best of that one. Oh, but, I, I, every time I think I can't like him more, I just find another reason. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't, I don't know how Tom Brady can get more unlikable. Because, <laughs> dude, I was watching a YouTube series where someone ordered all the supplements and the workout equipment from the TB12 Method website. Cost him ten grand, probably. No, it, it did. It cost him like two thousand bucks, and none of it came with instructions. And like he was like, <laughs> the food was kind of good, but like it was like mad expensive, and none of the workout equipment made any sense. And like you would have to drink Tom's electrolytes that taste like straight up like just you know urine. So, yeah. Well, I'm sure it doesn't include the the real Tom Brady substance, which is obviously something that he's figured out doesn't show up on a PED test. <laughs> yeah. Well, they said Tom drinks like something like 10 gallons of water a day, too, which is insane. He's one of those guys. Yeah, that's crazy. That can, that's around. actually like not good for you. Like, like that's that's like too much water. 
Listen, if I have one cup of coffee, I run to the bathroom so fast. Like, I don't know how anybody with a, any sort of functioning life could drink that much yeah. water. He must pee his pants on the sideline yeah. or something. But <laughs> Did I say that we were going to pick other golfers? No, it was just like a hypothetical. You know, I don't know. I, we're always, we're looking at the usual suspects. I want to see... I, you know, maybe Isaiah McKenzie's not a usual suspect, but he would be hilarious. Be oh my gosh. Isaiah yeah. McKenzie's entertaining as hell. Um, but. I don't think Steph Diggs puts the vibe on that he can golf. No, I don't think, I don't he's, think he's, he's too cool to golf. He's yeah. literally too cool to golf. Like <laughs> Stefan Diggs would be out there with like his little girl in a helicopter flying over the golf match. Like, yes, yeah, he is what lame. <laughs> That's my best do. friend. That's Josh. That's my best friend right there. Yeah. <laughs> Any of the linemen, I think, offensive or defensive, I want to see them hit a ball. I feel like Mitch Morris would be pretty good. Dion Price, smack a ball. Yeah. Yeah, offensive, like- offensive linemen seem like really good at golf. And uh, also, a couple of years ago, Josh Allen bought his offensive line golf clubs yeah, golf and clubs. golf lessons too. So maybe maybe they're all good. Dion Hopkins could probably can probably sling it. Ed Oliver would have a horse as like a caddy. He would just hop on his back. <laughs> he's he's really good at polo. That that's his uh Cody Ford's like, can I get a gift receipt, please? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Cody Ford's an interesting uh conversation for next off season, probably because Josh mean, at is least like, he's at You least can't he's, block for me. You can at least go get golf lessons. Like I can yeah. pay you to get better at golf. You, but, you can single handedly lose me a game against the Houston Texans, yeah. but you know, whatever. It wasn't a block uh, in the back or a cutback block <laughs> or whatever they called it. That was, yeah, they messed that up. Yeah. And they said that they messed that up. They but, said it, true. Yeah. That's probably because Cody was like inconsolable and they were like, Holy <laughs> <laughs> We care about your well-being, son. All right. Well, we're going to get a break in here real quick. Uh, but when we get back, we're going to have some quotes with Pat and some Saber stuff. So stick around. Before Zoom Info, business wins took a lot of time, energy, and... Patience. But today, Zoom Info aligns your sales and marketing teams, identifies ideal customers faster, and automates your go to market strategy. So you can scale up and get on the fast track to marketplace domination. And that's how winners win. Unlock insights, engage customers, win faster at zoominfo.com. Zoom Info, how business goes to market. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. It's time for the Weekly Sabres Update. All right, so the Sabres had a big weekend. They won some pretty cool games. They won 4-3 in a game that they were down in the first, and they scored uh, three goals straight in the second period. And then they won 5-3 yesterday. So, What team were they playing against, man? Uh, it, was, it was the Flyers. This has been your weekly Sabres update. I, I didn't have the thing pulled up, so you got to imagine it there, and I'm going to edit it in. <laughs> Sorry, I'm dying over here. Um, Brandon, you'd be surprised. Like, 
how I don't know how Pat and I even got through the first few episodes because we were like we weren't good at talking. Like <laughs> Pat, Pat could carry a conversation because Pat is Pat, right? But yeah. like we'd like sit there and be like, "So what do you want to talk about now?" <laughs> like, and then I'd edit it all. But is that like the, is that the flyer soundbite? Is that why you did it? Da, 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 da? Or no, that's, no, that's I'm just our Sabres play the, exit I'm, song. I mean, that was the Sabres. That's the Sabres update. I didn't have it pulled up on Dropbox. So. Whatever it is that's going on in Key Bank Center, I've been a part of it for three times now. And they are 3 0 in games that I have gone to as a fan, which is like unheard of in my Sabres fanhood. I've probably been, been. They've been winning games that I've been watching. Yeah. Like, remember when that was a curse? Yeah. Whenever I'd watch a Sabres game, they would lose. Yep. Uh, I've probably been to a hundred games in that building and they've probably won 20 and it's three in a row right now, which is like super rare. And I got this Rasmus Dahlin Jersey right after that Eichel game, after he made his comments. Cause like the dude looks like he stuck his finger in an electrical socket. I don't need his Jersey anymore. Like just stay in Vegas. Um, but Dahlin is now the first 50 point defenseman for the Sabres since 1995 and uh, Tage Thompson with his 36th goal. Uh, he had some beauties against the Flyers both games. Uh, when I was there, he went top shelf. Darlene went top shelf. And that tied Jack Eichel's career high, which I thought was interesting because it was kind of a big story. Um, I didn't think it was that big, but Jack Eichel, we should not set the bar for that. Like we, With that guy, you're, you're like, you got one person to carry you. And uh, if he trips and falls, the whole ship sinks. But this is like a whole pontoon boat here. Like we got everybody carrying us now. Um, but the game was really good. They started out two nothing. We sat down and we're like, are you serious? Like just sat down. And it was funny because the, the RJ night that we went to, we sat down and the goal for the Sabres was right in front of us right away. And when we sat down, the goal was for the Flyers right away. And we're like, ah, it's like, welcome to Buffalo. And uh, then they came back. They had a really strong second period and a really strong end of the game. And it, it was not empty. The arena, it was not full, it was not sold out, but it was more than the 5,000 fans at some of the games that I was working at earlier in the year. Um, so, right. love to see that. I think there's two home games left, Islanders and Blackhawks. So, I would like to get to one of the two left. So, um, you know, I want to keep this streak going. Yeah, man. Sabres are going to be good and exciting next year. So, yes. But... Anyway, well, uh, we got some quotes with Pat to do. Pat, you wanna you wanna hit us with some NFL quotes from the depths of history, and uh, Brendan and I will take our best shot at, at picking them. I I really need to create a little segment intro for this. Like, it needs a better introduction than that. But yeah, no, you're good, man. This quote is from one of my favorite NFL players. Um, I won't give you any more than that. Just a, a guy I really love to watch, and he says, "I eat cereal before every game." Cinnamon Toast Crunch is obviously the goat. Oh, I remember when this person said this, but I don't know who said it. Is it how long ago are we talking? Is it somebody who's still I can't plays? give you any clues. Okay. Well, I'm just going to go that through. Far. I have three guesses, de facto Pat Caprio players that he loves watching. Uh, Lamar Jackson, Tanny, and Jimmy Garoppolo. Any of those three? Brandon, what are your choices that you think? <laughs> oh, come on. All right. Um, it's not Lamar. I don't think it was Lamar. Oh, it is uh, Lamar Jackson. It, it is, is Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Hey. Oh, okay, nice, nice. Good job, John. Good I, that job. Was, I like that quote. I was like, you know, what a, what an approachable guy. Yeah. 
I was yeah, gonna say Jimmy Garoppolo. It's so crazy. Like, the opposite of Jimmy. Pre-game Garoppolo. routines for these guys because there are some people like Josh Allen, like Jim Kelly, has to puke before every single game, which is Does crazy he? to me. Yeah, Channels our yeah. swim team, Pat. Yeah, I know, I know. Well, that. Pat didn't have to puke. There. No, I did. I just like <laughs> yeah, I was so nervous, to. man. <laughs> I couldn't handle any sort of pressure. Just not a not a pressure. That Caprio in Span or in, uh, Italian is goat, and I just I just you know <laughs> lay down like a goat anytime <laughs> any sort of pressure applied on me. But um, yo yo, speaking of pregame rituals here, and we were talking about golf earlier. I saw a Tiger Woods interview from a long time ago talking about his pregame pre-round routine. And I thought it was wild. So I want your opinion on this. Sorry to interrupt what you're saying. No, 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 he, said, he said that he got this from his dad and it's uh, two shots of crown, a shotgun of a Bud Light and uh, two hits of a J. I don't know if you can keep that in here now, but Tiger Woods did say this really? in an interview. Um, and he said he, he young started Tiger that, was Young Tiger was doing this. Young before Tiger golfing? was doing this before golfing around. 18 holes? Are you kidding me? I would... Um, and I'd be then, feeling good, but would not be hitting a ball. Well, he laughed when the guy <laughs> asked him and he was like, well, you know, I've changed as I've gotten older, but yeah, you know, that crash was... his car under mysterious <laughs> circumstances, LOL. But um, yeah, well, anyways, that, that's speaking of pregame. You never know what people are doing. You got uh, Marshawn Lynch taking like two shots of Hennessy. You got Josh Did Gordon he? just like I was going to say Tiger and Josh Gordon walking out of the locker room at that point. Like I don't even <laughs> it know. It just blows my mind that athletes can 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 do that. With, it just with that in your stomach. I mean, just to play just, at that level. Like, I know, right? Doesn't that seem like you're just you're just going to be sloshing around the entire time, and your stomach's going to hurt and all that stuff? If I'm taking uh, two shots of Hennessy before a hockey game, like I'm not making it past my first shift without a right. That's crazy. All right, Pat, how many more you got? You got one or two more? I got two more. Sweet. All right. So here's one I think you guys will like. This is by a former Super Bowl champion with the Denver Broncos. Um, He said, on one play, I remember him hitting me out of bounds, grabbing his throat and squeezing it like it was silly putty. You cheap shot artist, Mark Brunel, screamed at me. You're going down. I looked at your friggin' face every day for a year. I've waited for this for a friggin' year, all year. So, um, yeah, this this player um, apparently cheap shotted Mark Brunel and choked him out, and then Mark Brunel apparently had been waiting for that moment, and it did not work out for him. Um, this player is widely regarded as um, one of the pioneers of taking steroids in the NFL. Um, <laughs> widely regarded as the dirtiest player of all time in the NFL um, mm. came on 60 minutes and apologized for using steroids. Um, really? Yes. I'm trying to remember. So this is, this would have been nineties Broncos players, nineties Broncos into early 2000 Raiders. Interesting. Okay. The dirtiest, the dirtiest dude to play linebacker possibly in the history of the NFL. I don't know. Polish I'm American. To, I'm trying to Happy remember. Happy biggest day. Oh yeah, it is Dingus Day. Well, it won't is be it? when this episode comes out, but yeah. yes, today's Dingus Day. He's got the first same. He's got the same first four letters as Tony Romo. I searched dirtiest player in the NFL. Yeah, it'll come nothing, up. It'll it didn't come up. come up. Nothing came up. You would know. Come on. Uh, I'm thinking. So his last name starts with R O M O. Yep. Choked out Mark Brunel and and cheap shotted him. Yeah, you're almost there. I got it, John. I, only because it's on. Uh, uh, well, I'm not going to stumble through trying he, to pronounce somebody's he's name. He's ranked Just number two all time from FanBuzz.com as the NFL. I, I was going to say, is the Dominican Sue number one? No, uh, 
Vontez Burfitt's number one. Oh, oh well, yeah. yeah. I mean, he yeah. did make Antonio Brown go crazy. Yes, but, that's true. Um, um <laughs> I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read the the headline for this. Before the apparent guy on this list took his throne, this person was the dirtiest player in NFL history. You name it, the Oakland Raiders linebacker did it. Stomping, spitting on wide receiver JJ Stokes, late hits, helmet to helmet hits, face masks. Ripping Eddie George's helmet off, kicking Larry Centers in the head, and punching former teammate Marcus Williams during a post-whistle dust-up and ending his career. This player took steroids for his entire career, which probably explains the excessive anger. Hit me, hit me with the name. Uh, Bill, Bill Romanowski. Bill Romanowski. Romo, <laughs> Romanowski. Romo Cap. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's so funny. That, that's like, nuts. That's like just right before the time that I remember watching NFL stuff. Like, my consciousness began in like 1999. <laughs> so yeah, that's like that. Romo, I just know he's just very nefarious. Um, that's a good was, quote, though. That's a yeah. good quote. He's choking out Mark Bruno. What a savage. <laughs> but, uh, my, my last quote is probably from arguably the worst announcer. I think he's funny, but just the most senile old school grandpa announcer who's just a complete wild card who just says some of the dumbest you've ever heard an announcer say but um <laughs> so he said josh allen had so much time back there he could have read tolstoy now for you guys wondering tolstoy wrote the book uh war and peace <laughs> joe buck no he no, makes he joe wins. buck look like socrates dude <laughs> i'm thinking this was like in the dallas game when he stood still in the pocket you remember in that game when he threw well, it to no Cole romo was romo was the color commentator on that one so it's probably a color commentator um, he's got a connection to uh, Rock City. Uh, I don't know what that means. I'm trying to think if I'm trying to think go through all the CBS crews. He's a goon. I mean, alliterative I was say name. What's that? His name is alliterative. First name, last name. Okay, okay, okay. We're getting uh, into the English stuff here. He kept the Detroit Lions franchise terrible for more than half Joey a decade. Harrington. No. <laughs> he selected Joey Harrington as the general manager. Oh, oh, who's the GM that drafted him? Uh, He's a four-time Super Bowl champion. Oh, I don't a know. Middle linebacker, played with Joe Montana, one of the greats. Who drafted Joey Harrington is what I'm going to search. And then he came out afterwards and said, yeah, I wasn't prepared to do the job at all. I actually know I did a terrible job. But um, he said, yeah, Josh Allen had so much time back there. He could have read Tolstoy. Okay, give me the give me a network at least. Is he a CBS guy? I think he's a CBS guy. He's like a sub now because he just says the, the worst stuff. But um, <laughs> later on in that game, he also said Josh Allen has a massive hose when throwing a touchdown <laughs> to Jake Kumaro. Jake Kumaro touchdown. Jesus is only catches a. Okay. So it was goal. against the Broncos. Um, yeah. In that game. Who called where he called that beat game. The out of him. Oh, I know. I got it. I got it. Okay. okay. I'm trying to think of like the, the B list CBS guy. He's got a mustache. Like. Very oh, I, much, can, I can see this guy's he face. He looks like he looks like a friend of the show, Paul Monachino. Um, <laughs> Do you know Dick Duran was the interim head coach for the Lions during this season? Yeah, that was kind of weird. Didn't know that. Wikipedia, baby. All right. The head coach of the Lions was Steve Mar- Chewy. Steve Mariucci Mooch, yeah. dude. Matt Millen is the GM. 
Is that who? Is that too? Yes, soon? Matt Millen is like okay. the. There's like there's got to be a highlight of Matt Millen announcing bloopers, dude. He has just said some of the most outlandish. I feel like I am the Matt Millen of Buffalo Rumbling. Um, <laughs> four times Super Bowl championship, nine interceptions, eleven sacks, eight fumble recoveries. Well, Pat, just, you stumped us twice on this one. That was those were uh, those were good ones though. Or actually, except Matt for Millen. Lamar Jackson, we had that one. Yeah, I love Lamar. You know that. That's good. Yes. One. You, you yes. started us with a softball. That was good. But you know who else I feel like has a good highlight reel of stuff, even though he only has one year of material was uh, Bruce Arians when he was on the sideline during his year off, like literally would just like swear because he just can't (laughs) help it. (laughs) That's why they can't do that. They can't really do mic'd up with Dawson Knox or Josh. Like every time either of them comes around and one of them's mic'd up, they have to be like, yo, it's a hot mic. (laughs) Right. I'm going to see if I can get a a soundbite of Bruce Arians. Go ahead, Brandon. The mic was uh, hot at the Sabres game yesterday when uh, Philly scored a goal and they were talking to the bench. And it was cool because you could hear what the refs were saying to Don Granato about like how you could challenge the play or whatever. Wait, you can challenge plays in in hockey now? Only a couple of them, like goalie. So the Dallas Stars would not be. Yes. Stanley Cup champions had this. That was changed via Buffalo's unfortunes. I can't find any good uh, footage of Bruce Arians, so I'll have to I'll have to dig that up. Maybe insert the clip afterwards. But funny guy, definitely not meant for sideline reporting. But all right, boys. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for this one. You guys know where to find us on Twitter at Not Buff Podcast. Hit us up with your dream golf team uh, for the the match. Who you'd like to see? Like do all bills if you want. You know, like Kyle Williams, Eric Wood, all great golfers. I don't know if you guys saw Kaya Williams a couple years ago in the Lake Tahoe, like invitational thing that that golf tournament. He did really good. He almost he came in second for that. It was like a pro am or something like that. But anyway, we're gonna get out of here. Um, but thanks to everyone for listening and go Bills. Go Bills. love data like really love it but is just having data enough yeah nope oh because the smart businesses the really smart ones use zoom info it leverages data to unlock useful insights insights so you know who to reach and how to reach them letting you grow your business so ask yourself is your data insightful now it is unlock insights engage customers win faster at zoominfo.com zoom info how business goes to market